How can we not get him? He's on the FUJ network. I mean, he just should be able to shout into the house, and the house should digitize it for him automatically That's and just right. send it down the line just by sheer bandwidth. The bandwidth should have become AI at this point. <laughs> and I'm having no luck. <clears throat> Can you guys hear me? Oh, there oh. you go. Oh. Yep. Yep. I ran into the same problem when Michael and I were talking with, his, with the hum. I could not get my MacBook to recognize the microphone on the earbuds. So it kept uh, defaulting uh, to the microphone on the built into the PC, and I kept getting this horrible hum. Uh, so yeah. I'm on my cell phone right now, on my iPhone. You are sounding okay. perfectly clear on your, your yeah, cell you phone. Yeah, you sound good. Excellent. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you just, just use add... the laptop for show notes? The show notes. That's what yeah. I want to do now. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, because, oh, man, that's beautiful. You got beautiful sound now. <laughs> There's a hole in my sippy cup. All the brandy and soda's falling out. Oh, I hate that. That big one on the top? <laughs> yeah, with the yeah. flap, yeah, with the lid. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, all I'm doing is tipping it to look inside, and it, it, mm -hmm. it just goes exactly. disappears. And every time I do, it, there's less, and the ice keeps going down, too. Yeah. <laughs> live from across the USA. This is Late Night. Your hosts tonight are Joel, Barry, and Michael, that virtual Uber guy. Tonight, Barry's been sickly. Michael's been busy, and Joel, Joel's still broken. All that and more on Late Night! Cure And now, digitally gathering to watch TV. A lot of TV. Here's Joel, Barry, and Michael! Welcome everybody to Late Night QRM show number 228. It is 228, right? Yeah, that, that's it. Uh, from the Monadnock <laughs> region and southwest New Hampshire, I, of course, am Barry J. And from the south central locale in beautiful New Hampshire, this is Joel. And from the remote office in the basement of my mother's house at Studio W, this is Michael, the virtual Uber in Woodstock, Illinois. All right. And, uh, hey, well, there it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I lost, I lost my soundbite cart machine. So before we get any further, let's find out what people are drinking. Now everybody's died. So until our tears are dried, we'll drink and drink and drink and drink. And then we'll drink some more. We'll dance and sing and fight until the early morning light. And we'll throw up, pass up, wake up, and then we'll drink it once again. And <laughs> <laughs> Michael, you're up. 
So, um, with all the show prep that's been going on tonight, I'm already halfway through this, but I have a Black Russian sitting here and an A&W root beer chaser waiting. But, you know, I may have to go up and make another Black Russian somewhere during the show before I go to that A&W. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. uh, that sounds good. Well, I'm having, um, I got some uh, Red Stag, Black Cherry, Fine, mm-hmm. uh, um, 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 um. Uh, whiskey, whiskey, yeah, bur- bourbon. Slash bourbon, yes. Um, and I mixed it with a soda known as Coke Zero, as I usually do. And I, I've named this new drink a Pop Cherry. <laughs> Very good, because you know it's cherry mm-hmm. and soda pop. So there you go. It's a pop with a happy cherry. ending, right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, let's see. In the sippy cup currently is the right, good old faithful go-to Christian Brothers brandy and Coca-Cola. But I was on a, for the first time in my life, Seagram 7 and 7-Up. So a 7 and 7 is what I was drinking earlier. Wow. Quite a nice beverage. Quite mm-hmm. a nice beverage. 7 and 7s are good. Mm-hmm. And this might hit me more because I haven't... Uh... I haven't partaked in booze in quite some time now. I don't know why. I just, you know. It's all that lack of podcasting. It's not good for you. That's it. And I have to apologize to everybody. Yes, of course, you probably won't notice it because of when I put the shows out. But last week I had to to, uh, say uh, I can't do this because my tummy was upset. It was upset for most of the day. And, uh, you know, there's, uh, there's no bathroom in the QRM studios. <laughs> and, uh, so it's a long run down a flight of stairs and through the garage and <laughs> yeah. And, and when you did the math, the, the numbers weren't in your favor. No, it. no, they were not in my favor. <laughs> so, so I had to opt out, and uh, and you guys attempted. Yes, yeah. At, at the last minute, you attempted, and I'm sorry about that. But you know, it was a good, hearty try. At least you guys got together and and chatted. We got to experiment. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Zencast. Yeah. Oh, yes. My, for- Michael, you were Cyloning Cylon. a little bit. Yes, I, I know. Thank you, AT&T. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michael is still down at his mom's house. So he's in the basement of his uh, mom's house on AT&T. Would that be the basement bunker? This would be a basement bunker. You are correct there, sir. <laughs> Thank you. All righty. So it's it's hard to believe, but uh, we were saying in the pre-show that uh, Michael now thinks that he has better bandwidth up in Copper Harbor than he does down at his mom's I definitely house. have better bandwidth in Copper Harbor than I do down here in the Chicago area now. Mm. <laughs> and he has been going off on a Cylon every once in a while, so um, yeah, interesting. Well, let's get into <laughs> Days of Our Lives. Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives.
And uh, I've just got to say, other than I've been sick, or I was sick last Saturday night, um, I was not uh, top form Friday, so I ended up staying home from work. Uh, thinking I was getting a, a nice big fat cold, but I took some Mucinex and stayed in bed. Because I had uh, Thursday afternoon, I started getting a lot of, you know, the mucus problems. And, and then mm-hmm. I started getting a sore throat and I said, oh, crap. And this was on the way home from work. And, I, and all Thursday night, it wasn't getting better. And I was, uh, so I took some Mucinex before I went to bed. And, uh, and, no, actually I didn't take music. I took Alka-Seltzer nighttime stuff and, uh, that didn't help much. And next morning I got up, I was still feeling crappy. So I said, I don't think I'm going in. And, uh, cause you know, if I was getting sick, that would be prime time to spread it to everybody else. <laughs> work. Right. Um, so I stayed home and Amory says, here, try the Mucinex. And, uh, so I tried that and that actually helped quite a bit. And, uh, just laid in bed and, uh, of course it was Friday, so there was nothing on but the inauguration. So <laughs> I was yes. uh, falling asleep to that, uh, <laughs> cause God, that is a long ceremony when you put everything through uh, what they do anyway. Um, so, uh, so I was feeling better last night and, uh, today I woke up feel normal so maybe i shook it hopefully or maybe i just had some kind of i don't know infection but sinus infection or something that uh the mucinex helped and and you know what my life is mm-hmm. so boring that's the most exciting thing that's happened in three weeks really <laughs> yeah well okay uh, and, 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 and I would have gotten a lot further, but last week, because I wasn't feeling good, but Sunday I started feeling better. So I did come up to the QRM studios the week before that I had painted the final wall a long time ago. I painted, I painted the studio, uh, baby poop Brown, if you remember, uh, <laughs> and, uh, but there was, Do you go in the store and ask for that. Yeah. It, it, can I have baby poop Brown? <laughs> My wife picked it out. I actually kind of like it, but when I was putting it on, or when I first opened the can, I said, this looks like baby poop. <laughs> but uh, it looks nice on the walls. Uh, and uh, But I had one wall I never did because there was too much crap in front of it. And I had a table and, and all my radio gear was there. So, it, you know, it, there was one wall. <laughs> that was that not, stayed white. That stayed white. Well... I've since got rid of that table, moved all the radio equipment and everything. And, uh, and as you know, I'm, I was going to mount a television on that wall. So I said, Hmm, I guess I better paint it. So one weekend I painted it. And then last Sunday I did get the, the, the television mounted on the wall now. And awesome. So it's uh, it's the old one from the bedroom up there. Mm-hmm. And so that'll be good when I'm work when when I start uh, when I dig out the reclining stationary bike, which is under and surrounded by boxes and things. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be able to get on that and watch television um, and uh, do that. Or if I'm up here playing around or something, I can have the TV on. I've got I got my old Roku 
box. This is the first Roku box we ever got. It's a Roku XD. Nice. And right before the show, I hooked it up, and it's it's working. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long Roku boxes are supposed to last or keep up with the current technology because it's slow. <laughs> Very <laughs> slow. And uh, so I don't know. I may have to upgrade that to a more recent Roku here. Uh, because uh, I definitely want to put the Roku on this bo- uh, on here, and uh, mm-hmm. eventually, uh, when I when I decide to cut the cut the satellite cord and go with the uh, uh, antenna up on the roof, uh, I got to get a Tableau box for that. But once I do that, of course, then I want a decent Roku box on there because I'll get all the local stations on Roku, plus all the other streaming stuff on there and uh that should that should do me for up here so but cool. one more step the, slowly but surely the, you're, you're the, away at the qrm studio is uh it's hard now you look around and it's like uh, yeah someday <laughs> <laughs> so so that was um, no, nobody put anything in between mine, so I guess I'll go on for the next one. And this is the last thing for me. Um, as you know, in the past, I have talked about I had a trigger finger on my right hand, the mm-hmm. middle finger, which um, I had a hard time, you know, you know, getting it erect into a straight position. It would always kind of just curve down, mm-hmm. uh, and I went through PT and everything else for that. Um, and, uh, and that, that really kind of came back. I mean, it's, it's fine now. I don't, every once in a while it hurts like bad weather or something. I'll get a little pain in it, but otherwise it's perfectly fine. Well, now the same damn finger on my left hand has decided it missed out on all the fun. (laughs) And so now it's, I've been having problems with it for the past couple of months and, Today I was using a hammer, and that just made things worse because I can barely move it tonight. But I've been yeah. Uh... When you use a hammer on your finger and bang, bang, bang on it, it doesn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> he, he diagnosed it right over the oh, right over the geez. phone. It's this, amazing, isn't it? This one is staying fully erect, and my problem is, is I have a hard time bending it. I have a hard time getting it down. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and if I do kind of force it to go down, it does the trigger thing where it pops back up, you know? Hmm. So I don't know. I'm running out of the, the cream that I've used that helped so much for the other finger. So I'm going to have to, uh, and it's prescription stuff. It's, it's kind of like, um, uh, ibuprofen cream. Right. I forget what the name of it is. Michael, you probably would know it. Um, but uh, you rub, you know, you rub it on the, the the spot that's sore, and it it's like putting ibuprofen right on, or ibuprofen, right, right on the spot that it's needed, and it helps out a lot. But I think uh, the hammer using the hammer today is uh, has uh, really uh, bothered it. So I got that going for me. And of course, it's <laughs> it's my left hand, and I'm left-handed, so right. So yeah, the right hand wasn't so bad because the only thing it really bothered was using mouse mousing with the uh, computer. But 
my left hand. Ah, man. It hurts like a mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. So, uh, we shall tell more, more, more pop cherry. That's what we need. There you go. Pop cherry and Advil and, yeah. and, 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 uh, yeah. what do you call ibuprofen cream? And hopefully it'll relax my finger. Right. And just don't show it any pictures of pretty ladies and that way it won't <laughs> pop, you know, pop erect. <laughs> Didn't do it. Oh, I've got that here somewhere. Where? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those Victoria's Secrets emails I get. <laughs> there goes my finger again. Anyway. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> All right. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Okay. I, I guess I'm next up on uh, you, see here. You are. In, in that, yeah, Days of Our Lives, which for the six listeners that we do have who've been following along in between the spaces of the shows rolling out, yep, still broken. Uh, back still a mess. Uh, multiple, multiple, multiple doctor's appointments only. And now I am seeing a... Uh, I hope I say this correctly. A physiatrist. A what? Physiatrist. Michael, correct me if I'm wrong on the pronunciation of that. I've never heard the term before in my life. I can guess what it is, but. A physiatrist is who I was referred to as a doctor that specializes in not just treating the one isolated area of the pain uh, that you're experiencing, but in other words, if you've got multiple symptoms of something going wrong or multiple areas that are all contributing to you know uh, in their own special way to one big pain somewhere his job is to try to narrow down what's causing what and then eliminate them one at a time um and so i had shots as we all know series of two bouts of shots i think totaling somewhere in the neighborhood between eight and 12 shots total that was for the two Mm -hmm. and they had very little effect so the surgeon says, yeah, we haven't found all the areas that are causing problems. So you got to see the physiatrist. I'm sorry. That sounds, they, that sounds like a combination between a PT person and a psychologist. Well, you know, it's funny the, the way it, the way I look, you know, I'm, I'm like, because I said the same thing to the surgeon. I'm like, what the hell's a physiatrist? He goes, it's a doctor. And he says, basically, I'm like, well, OK, good. And he works for the same firm. Yeah. As the surgeon. And I said, okay, great. Well, what's that going to do? He said, basically, he's going to try and narrow heat. And sometimes, obviously, it could be a she, but in my case, it's a he. Hmm. It's going to attempt to narrow down. You've got multiple areas, multiple issues. And he's going to try and literally target each one. And when, hmm. when he does something that works, and you can say, wow, this is night and day difference. He says, essentially, in a practical sense, you circle it with a sharpie and say, "Okay, when I go to when it comes time for surgery, I know to cut here, I know to cut there, uh, I know to cut here, and now I know exactly where the, the target areas are that are all adding up, equaling to the the, dis, the disability, the pain, and, and so forth." I said, ah, "Okay, I'm okay. game." I mean, so that being said, yep, back now. Uh, Another round of shots to come, except now I'm really double. Oh yeah, not oh, not just not, not just one, two doses at the same time in two different areas from oh. two different angles. 
Uh. And then PT begins. Uh. If, 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 if it works, then obviously congru- congruently PT. With the physiatrist. Uh, with the physiatrist. And then from there... So you're you sure should... you don't go to the PT session and they look at it and they go... It's all in your head. That'll be $250, please. Yeah, no shit. And it's, it's, it's funny, too, because then I was talking to the doctor. I'm like, look, I'm, I said, anybody who knows me knows I'm not the type who needs a hug, someone to tell me they love me and hold my hand and go for long walks on the beach. I'm not that personality type. I said, I said I'm just looking. You get me 80% back in the game. I'll deal with the other 20% that doesn't work right anymore. And... Uh, he was laughing. He goes, yeah, I can oh, tell. Does little Joe need a hug? Come on. Yeah. Come in here. Come on. <laughs> and now everything's all better. Nope. <laughs> that ain't the case, Jack. Wow. I'm going stir crazy not being able to do do anything, really. Hmm. But uh, so that's the next round. Yeah, so hmm. that'll pick up uh, next week. At some point, I'm just waiting to get dates, of course, insurance companies and approvals and all that other happy jazz. So that's literally, besides watching and recording the Three Stooges, which I've been watching a lot of Three Stooges, that's the days of my life. <laughs> wow. Well, Michael? So, um, yeah, I'm not going to go into too much depth here, yeah. but uh, I don't have a lot of show notes tonight, and and I don't know when this particular uh, episode is getting released, which is part of my hesitancy to talk about anything. I'll try to get it out uh, soon. But. <laughs> yeah, but you know, the, the long and short of it is, yeah. is I, I am down here on a family emergency. Um, and right at the moment, things are stable, but there's still things to come, and this episode might come out in the things to come category. So hmm. the long and short of it is uh, uh, my mom had a rather significant medical emergency, uh, spent some time in ICU. Uh, there currently have her in a rehab PT facility, but there are some serious medical issues still outstanding that are being watched. During all of this, I've gotten a tremendous amount of support from uh, Barry and Joel and Barty. Barty, where the hell are you? Yeah, Barty. Um, (laughs) We miss you. And many, many uh, very nice messages from our friends both north north of the border and south of us, both. So I just wanted to stop and say thank you for the support. I had lots of people uh, checking in on me on the uh, instant messaging and other means and just checking to make sure I was still sane and how I was doing and stuff. <laughs> I greatly appreciate it. So um, once I can get the energy up, I'm way behind on filling things in on uh, the podcast that should not be named. Mm-hmm. But you know, the, the other thing here is... Um, my mom listens to that, so <laughs> uh, she knows this episode's coming out. But uh, yeah. it's like, you know, he's like, oh, yeah, what's, there's not a whole lot anonymous about my anonymous. Your anonymity? Anonymity, yes. It's it's not existent. <laughs> wow. But uh, so anyhow, thank you, everybody. I appreciate all the support. Um, As of this episode, uh, I am planning actually on heading north on uh, Monday. I am going out tomorrow, actually, to see my aunt and uncle, who I have not seen in person in five years. Hmm, Wow. Uh, Oh, that'll be nice. Because, yes, it's going to be great. It's it's, it's, uh, this circumstance when I do get down here to see my mom. It's another couple hour round trip to go see my aunt and uncle. And just it's hard to find the time to do that. 
when they're going to be there and when I'll be in the area, all that stuff. So I'll see them tomorrow after I go visit my mom and the facility she's at. And then I'm heading north and I'm going to be still going back and forth as needed, which is just a mere 11 hours each way right now. Yeah, that's all. (laughs) A mere 11 hours. (laughs) um, Power to you, Michael. (laughs) In the snow, both ways. Yeah, both ways. Uphill. Uphill. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, I, I also want to thank an incredibly understanding employer um, who uh, my, my, my boss and company I work for and coworkers have all been just really supportive through all this as I continue to try to get something done during all this. <laughs> Especially the, the ICU phase, I was spending you know, seven to ten hours a day in the hospital. Yeah. Okay, that's, wow. that's, that's okay. It for that because that, I, I don't know where we're at when this episode comes out. So. Yeah. Okay, um, so we'll we'll move right on to the next segment, broken news. And now, from our studios in Jaffrey, New Hampshire, it's broken news. All right, and if you've, uh, well, if you've just been hiding under a rock or something, <laughs> um, <laughs> and we only go over big news stories here, you know, they're not mm-hmm. breaking stories, they're broken stories. Um, well, we have a new president here in the United States. Yes, we do. Yeah. Applause. <laughs> Plate applause. <laughs> and, of course, uh, yeah, the, the country is definitely divided, and uh, so um, like 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 it wasn't in the last year over the last <laughs> I know. year, right? It's it's been divided for quite some time. Um, it's just that one half seems to be more vocal than the other half uh, <laughs> on on uh, certain things, and so um, uh, the the inauguration, which is very long, starts at like. Nine or eight o'clock, I guess, for the president-elect and and the president, and um, and it goes on to the late of night with the balls and a parade mm-hmm. and a lunch and everything else, and of course, it was twenty-four-seven coverage on all the news channels for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I yep. preferred actually watching C-SPAN because I wasn't getting any uh, banter. From the news organizations. C-SPAN yes. just basically plays the event. And uh, so um, so I, my wife turned me on to that. She goes, oh, I don't watch the news stations. I, I just put it on C-SPAN. And I said, you know, mm-hmm. it is a much better way to watch this stuff. You know? mm-hmm. So uh, so that's what I was watching. And, uh, and then, of course, um, that day there were some protests. And today was the... The uh, Women's March, which mm-hmm. was not only in Washington, D.C., but in almost every major um, city in the U.S. And I guess there were some over in Europe and other places, too. In Copper Harbor. They, oh, really? Yeah. They had one in Copper Harbor, too? Yep. Oh. <laughs> all five? About half the town. Oh, really? Half the town march. Yeah. I'll... I'll I'll send some pictures, actually. Okay. Well, then I, I, my my comment will be, um, 
I, I look at this and that's nice, but maybe you should have organized yourself on the day that counted and that would have been back in November, the first Tuesday of November, instead of <laughs> now. Because it's like, okay, you marched, you protested. Let's that get you. <laughs> I mean, what it does, I think, and in, 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 in you, everyone who listens to the show, all six yeah. people know, if there's going to be a right wing nut job of the show, it's me. Yeah. All right. <laughs> the conspiracy theorists. But honestly, it does make their presence known. Well, yeah. And I think that's but I think, the time know, I to make your that. presence known was the first Tuesday of November. <laughs> Anything well, after that is null and void. You know, I, agree. <laughs> I hear you, but I think it so, may have been like a lot of people I've talked to. Yeah, a lot, and, and I don't fall into this, but I respect it a hundred percent. For a lot of folks, it was a case of uh, pick the shiniest turd. Oh yeah, I think and pretty much so, everybody you know, agrees with obviously that. Obviously, what what was going on clearly wasn't working. As far as for the folks I talked to, because the whole system's getting was getting derailed, so you need a radical change, mm -hmm. but you don't want it too radical where people start to lose their rights or become unheard. So right. I can I can understand and respect those people out there saying, "Hey, we're still here, yeah, and we're not going to take any shit." Okay, I, I sure. That's, I'm not that's saying good. it's going to have any effect. I'm just saying I understand, and you know, I see your point of your side of it too. So, well, I, I'm least, just saying in the past. Uh, people have protests and, and things when when their current you know there is actually happening their rights are being violated and things and so because of that action they go out and protest mm -hmm. uh, nothing's happened yet yeah that's well <laughs> you know there, yeah, this is like you know oh we're pretty sure it's gonna happen oh mm -hmm. well, you know it's not there yet so, but then again, that's me because I feel felt the same way with like the Million Man March, the uh, Brothers Keeper March, you know, all those marches. You know, it's like, oh, look at that! It's 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 on the news. That's nice. And oh, by the way, me as a taxpayer is going to pay for the cleanup and, <laughs> and all the extra uh, security that went along with it and everything. And uh, well, I'm glad everybody's happy now. So can we? Um, can we get back to normal life? <laughs> you know, let's get back to work. <laughs> Can, I'd like to try to say something here. And, uh, my current state of mind, I don't know how well it's going to come out, but I view at least the Copper Harbor event more as a, a show of support more than a protest. Um, I've said all along um, that, you know, Barry Sanders had been running. I would have voted for him. And I've also said that uh, what won the election for Trump and lost the election for Hillary wasn't the very vocal extreme right no. category of Trump supporters that I would consider racist. It was everybody else that was left behind in the dust and, you That's know, right. silent majority. The, the forgotten man. <laughs> the forgotten man. That's what right. won the election. And I mean, and that's basically what Michael Moore was talking about and warning mm -hmm. about for a year before hey, he, November. He nailed it. He nailed it. He was it. trying to tell the Democrats yeah, get off, you know, get off their ass and fix this. And yeah. I was, I agree with him. Yeah. But at least in the harbor, as I said, it's a show of support. We're a very diverse community. 
It's the end of the road. People come to make a new life. Mm -hmm. And there are people that live in that community that would be severely threatened by some of the loudmouth radicals that, you know, are taking Trump to be God and, you know, supporting their their life that the rest of us, us don't necessarily agree with. Right. So it's, it's, but I don't I, see I that, that quite. You know, I see the opposite of that. I I, I almost see. Well, yeah, no, there, no, I, there's there's the extreme right. And I I, I see the other two, Barry. I, let, let, let me finish this. Yeah. You know, as I said, this is just an affirmation of our own community. Yeah. And I wish I was there for it. I, I'm glad that I got to see the pictures. Yeah. Yeah, I see the other side of it too, and I, and, and and I would think like the march down of the university is more in the category of. And I have plenty of friends that are hitting. I just, there are times I just don't even want to open up Facebook anymore because it's like, mm -hmm. you know, I'm libertarian. <clears throat> mm -hmm. consider myself conservative, but I don't consider myself right wing at all. Mm -hmm. Yet there was a time of, you know, I was, I was all for, you know, George McGovern. So it's, it, I, it's a best man thing. It's not a right or left thing. Mm -hmm. But I have so many friends that will literally crucify that are, that are liberal. Anybody that doesn't think exactly like them. Yeah. Yeah. I have a lot of, uh, I, I know what you're saying. And, and on Facebook, I have a lot of liberal friends. And you know what I do? And, and I do this with my conservative friends, too. I go to Facebook. I want to find out about your family. How are you doing? How's the job going? You know, any issues? And uh, when they start posting the, the political stuff, I, yeah. I there's a there's the little... Uh, button on well it's not a button it's a pull down thing you pull it down and say yeah don't show me anything like that from them i don't defriend them but i hit that button and and pretty much poof all that crap goes away now all her friends that they want to see that stuff but if you notice me on facebook i never post anything political <laughs> I don't. if i post anything it's usually i, I i'm a big proponent of the news is not being reported the way it should be. And uh, so you might hear me complain about that. And that's that's left and right. It's mm -hmm. like, you know, I don't like slanted news. Just tell me <clears throat> the news and let me decide. Yeah. What um, happened? Don't give me your right. opinion. So I go on Facebook. It's like, okay, I don't want to hear stuff like that. Don't show me anything from this person that uh, comes from, that's like this. And it's made my facebook viewing a lot nicer so uh, that's just a, a a hint for people that don't like that but i understand what you're you're saying michael but i you know i i just you know it was a big thing and and it's like uh i i don't see it changing anything you know yeah. it, it might make people feel good <clears throat> yeah you know from the facebook standpoint yeah, yeah. it's like it, it's total intolerance of anybody else's opinion whether yeah. it be left or right I right. have a problem. I'd like to. I'd like to re retract something. Well, I may be perceived as a right wing nut job, but I'm actually a constitutionalist. Yeah. And if you fly by the laws of the Constitution, that's where I am. Uh, like, like you said, Michael, a, 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 a libertarian. Um, yeah. You know, I follow the letter. You know, follow the Constitution. That's what it's there for. And uh, if I'm, I'm jumping on your bandwagon here. I've heard and read these stories of these truly right-wing nutjob racist dirtbags yeah. just all out going out. And I'm like, you know, as as I can say this comfortably, as the only minority who is a member of this podcasting crew, 
I can say when people go out, it's the same as if you're saying, you know, these right wings saying, oh, well, anybody of color. Oh, they're now nothing. Well, bullshit. It's not what's in the Constitution. You know, it, yeah. it's like how to take something that could be very well a good thing for this country and totally go too far, you know, to the point where it, it doesn't give you open season to treat people like shit, take away their rights, you know, uh, talk crap about them. And uh, that just that, that part infuriates the hell out of me. You know, it's like I was just looking for a change. And I thought, why the hell not? I, I, I'll openly say, yeah, I, yeah I'm a registered independent. I voted for Trump because I want to see things change and hopefully for the better. Yeah. And that's as best as you could possibly do. You know what I mean? It's, it doesn't give anybody carte blanche to step on anybody else. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Did that come out right? No, that yeah, came out perfectly did. fine. Did. That's good. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. And, but I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's me and the way I think, I guess. But I look at this and, and I, I, I said the same thing. There was a little bit of protesting when Obama first got elected. And not, not nearly to this level. Um, there were some protests out there, and I said the same thing. I said, "Why? What do you think? What do you think's going to happen?" Oh, mm-hmm. good. Okay, I understand. Like, like today, they've been talking about this march for so long. It's like, okay, we all know you're going to do it, and okay, you did it. Um, and it went exactly the way they said it was going to go. And so what? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, that's, I'm sorry. But, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, you already got your point across two weeks before the march actually happened. So, and now I look at it as a taxpayer's. You just cost me and fellow taxpayers a whole bunch of money for cleanup and extra, you know, security. And uh, and then, but then the other ones that I think are total assholes are the anarchists, on either yeah. end, left or right. I mean, it's like destroying personal property. I'm sorry, but you know, you're the one that's uh, destroying the country. Then, literally, mm-hmm. right? You know? And uh, so, so you know, I I don't know what you're trying to prove. I think you guys are just sick enough that you like to destroy things, and so you figure this is a perfect time to go out and do it and get away with it but um well anyway you heard our opinions yeah <laughs> this uh, is and, and, news. And, and, and it always <laughs> and as a, a wise man once said uh whenever you're attending a dinner party the three subjects you don't talk about religion <laughs> politics and money yeah. and the dinner party will go smooth yeah 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 <laughs> So we, we, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we'll see, see what happens. I'm, I'm, I, I am so glad that they decide to have it on a Saturday because if you want to see somebody get really pissed off, delay my commute into work any longer than it already is. <laughs> you won't be helping your cause, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, uh, but um, but they did it on a Saturday, so that was good. That was uh, well planned, well apparently well organized, and uh, maybe I'll catch it on the eleven o'clock news. I don't know. I had a TV on uh, on the news. Well, since I, w- I won't even say I had it on the news yesterday, I had it on C-SPAN, and then I 
Oh, I had it on local news to catch the weather. <laughs> <laughs> is it is the, what the the, uh, the classic? Is it going to snow again? I think we're supposed to get one to three inches on Monday night, Tuesday, something like that. Nothing, <laughs> nothing Copper Harbor size, but yeah. <laughs> and and besides, today it went up to fifty degrees, so you know everything was melting again out there. So, Mud season all over. Yeah, it it really is. It's uh, at least uh, at least it's melting. I mean, we get these, you know, four to six inch snow tallies, and then it warms up for a bit, and it all melts. So it's not building up. You know, mm. oh, I'm sorry, Michael. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's broken news. And let's get on to Geek's Corner. They see me mowing my front lawn. I know they're all thinking I'm so wide and nerdy. Thinking just too wide and nerdy. Thinking just too wide and nerdy. Can't you see I'm white and nerdy? <laughs> Michael's holding up uh, two phones. <laughs> he's, he's white and nerdy. <laughs> well, I got the first uh, story out of the thing. I got to tell you, and Joel, you might be interested in this because you, whether you knew it or not, were looking at this at one time. It was just oh. called something different back then. Okay. But there is another... Now, it's been out for quite some time, but for me, it's new... So there's another type of magic antenna out there, and it's called Cody. And you might remember it because it used to be called, well, what the hell was it, XBDM? Oh, yes. Remember you were looking at that a long time ago? Mm -hmm. Well, they renamed it Cody, and it's come a long way since then. It's got lots of add-ins that you can put on it. And uh, you can, of course, you can load it on a PC or a Linux box or a Mac. But what I did, they have a version of Cody that runs on a Raspberry Pi. Oh, oh, wow. So I loaded it on my Raspberry Pi, and it was real easy to do. I had it up in 10 minutes. Now you say, well, I need a remote control for this. Well, you can go out and purchase a cheap remote control that works with the Raspberry Pi if you'd like. But you can just download an app. Uh, on either uh, your iPhone or your Android phone. And Mm -hmm. uh, I'm forgetting the name of it, so let me pull it up real quick so I know what it's called. It is, uh, I guess it's pronounced Yahtzee. (laughs) It's Y-A-T-S-E. There's several of them out there. That's the one I downloaded. Mm -hmm. And uh, you bring that up, and it says, what would you like to connect to? And And it searched things, and he goes, well, you've got... Cody on a Raspberry Pi here. I said, yes, connect to that. And then now I can control Cody via Wi-Fi from my phone. And it's just like one of the remote control things, like the Roku remote control you can get for your phone Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So it's got a menu, just like everything else, but has these add-ons. And it has your your normal add-ons where you have different streaming services. Some of them cost money. Some are free. Um, a lot of the free ones are crappy, you know, <laughs> but then they have, you can get other add-ons for it and it's add-ons via zip file. If you mm-hmm. know what I mean, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, say no more. 
<laughs> and they have different things called like Exodus. And Exodus, uh, you bring you bring it in, and you you can search either movies, recent movies now, and recent television shows, plus a whole bunch of archive stuff, and you click on it, and then it gives you a list of servers out there, and you click on a server. And mm -hmm. the next thing you know, uh, that show or movie is streaming to you. Absolutely free. <laughs> Interesting. Now, I don't think it's illegal to stream something into your house. It's definitely illegal to download something and watch it. Now, who would do that? Nobody. I mean, no, no. Absolutely not. But no. just hooking into a stream I don't think is illegal so <laughs> and uh so I've tried it out actually last night I was trying out uh, and there's by the way the Exodus is one there's um several other ones like that they all kind of do the same thing um and uh last night I wanted to try out one of the new ones I forget it's C Cloud I think it was called but uh, uh they had um uh, uh Deadpool there i said well let me see how deadpool comes out so i clicked on it and i just wanted to see how it streamed and mm -hmm. it started streaming and uh, yeah i ended up watching the whole damn thing <laughs> 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 but uh, uh so it, it works quite well so people that are interested out there and you know the price of a Raspberry Pi now is like $35 and the new I put it on my 2B, Raspberry Pi 2B. The Raspberry 3 is out now and that's got built-in Wi-Fi and Bluetooth and stuff. Oh and by the way, that's the way I mean you can connect it up to a network if you want, but you can just uh -huh. stream it via Wi-Fi. And <laughs> uh and the HDMI connection from from the Raspberry Pi has an HDMI connection. So you just plug it into your TV and there you go. Bob's your yeah. uncle. There he is. <laughs> so, um, um, I'm, I'm still playing with it, and I'm now toying with getting another Raspberry Pi because we have multiple TVs in this house. <laughs> <laughs> How convenient. Right. And, you know, for 35 bucks, well, if you want to get a case and a power supply. Actually, I think you can power it off the USB. So, if you put it the Raspberry Pi behind your television and, and plug the power supply into the USB port, it would probably mm -hmm. power off the television set. I didn't even think about that. Hmm. I'll mm. have to try that. <laughs> An experiment is in your future. Yeah. Well, that's what's nice about those Raspberry Pis. Lots of, lots of fun things to try. So, okay. Well, that's, that's Cody. And it's been out there for a long time. And there's lots of people that love it, but I'm just discovering it, and I love it too. Oh, excellent! Oh, I have to say that uh, you have to let me know how that pans out. I mean, okay. if you really get it all up and working. Uh, oh, it's all up and working. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm telling you, it's, it was easy. So you might want to think about it. Food for thought, yes. definitely. Um, what I have to offer here for Geek Corner, actually I have one I forgot to put in too, but is, although nowhere near as, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, bountiful as a Raspberry Pi, I did end up with a new FM transmitter 
for pumping, uh, uh, you know, music on off of your iPhone or streaming, you know, Pandora or what have you, and getting it to come out of the speakers of the car, which I had thrown in the towel on over a year ago because I could never find one that didn't end up taking a dump on you, uh, you know, one way or another. So, uh, but it was, uh, it came across one, believe it or not, I still found a Radio Shack. Oh, really? That actually sell yep. things? Yep, in Hillsboro. Ah, I know where you are exactly. And sure enough, I found it uh, quite by accident on the way back from a doctor's appointment. And <laughs> Debbie's driving, and I said, did I see a Radio Shack sign there? She's like, yeah. And uh, so, you know, you pull in, and of course, I have to hobble uh, my way in there. And uh, un- unbeknownst to me, you remember the good old days of Radio Shacks, like I talked about ages ago in another podcast where they had every kind of electronic doodad you could just about think of. Your diodes, transistors, your oscillating crystals, you had your radios, you had all this place was set up just like that. Like really? the old school yes. Wow. They huh. had every it wasn't a it wasn't a glorified <coughs> cell phone store. Hmm. Like the new uh, like the new Radio Shacks are and I right. that I met the owner. Yeah. And I said, wow, you've got all the same cool stuff Radio Shack used to have that when you were doing a project and you need to pick up electronic components or whatever, uh, you could go. And that's been long gone. And, and uh, the owner said, she said, uh, nope, she says, I buy, a, I, I resourced a lot of the other components and things that I couldn't get through the franchise anymore. People still want it up here. So wow. I keep them on the shelf and I stock them. Huh. So I was blown away. That's where I bought my FM transmitter. And uh, sure enough, it works dandy. I mean, it really it works real darn good. I mean, I only get to listen to it going to doctor's appointments. But nevertheless, it's, uh, uh, it was nice to catch up on <coughs> podcasts mm-hmm. because I stopped listening to them in the car because, well, I couldn't. And when you just try and use the speakers on the iPhone, Mm-hmm. It's not loud enough over the road noise, and yeah. you know how it is. Yep. So uh, that's the one new thing. And the other thing I forgot to put in is we, uh, uh, my wife actually found and uh, picked up an Eden Pure infrared quartz heater. You know the electric jobs that I talked about before. Yeah, yeah. She got yep, another one. Up, yep, a smaller one. Ah. And uh, I have to say, uh, it's only a little five hundred. Uh, they have a, a model. It's a G three five hundred, so okay. it's much smaller than the the other brand one that we bought uh, for the other end of the house. But it, it does do the trick. It's it's an older model. She got it used. Um, it's a little noisier than I really particularly care for, but it, I have to say it does. It heats the room nice. I can't speak as to what it does electric wise because, well, we just got it, so I have no idea hmm. um, how much it's going to bump it up, but. Yeah, that's that's a, it's a nice little addition. If you want to heat a room up, you know, uh, you know, a 14, 14 by twelve or fourteen by fourteen room, it'll do the job. Yeah, so, yeah, it's, it's pretty neat. Cool, quartz, uh, infrared quartz heater, nice uh-huh. thing to have. That's yep. pretty much all I got. All right, well, Michael. So yeah, really, the only geek thing I have, other than you know, like had to think fast at the beginning of the segment and hold up my iPhone 5S and 7 at the same time to show that I got two, two iPhones. Um, <laughs> you know, my test unit and my my daily driver now. Um, 
is I've had a lot of opportunity in the last couple of weeks to uh, use the Netflix download feature. And uh, I must say it works really well, especially uh, since I don't like the Internet as well as I do back home. But I pick a number of segments that that I'm going to want to watch and possibly kind of catch pieces of while I'm at the hospital where I don't have good bandwidth and stuff. And it works really well. That coupled with an iPhone 7S with 256 gig of yeah. storage. <laughs> storage <laughs> space, yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll just grab a half dozen episodes. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> but it works really well. I'm yeah, impressed. Right. Nice oh. feature that Netflix has added there. And by the way, I don't know whether you know it or not, but uh, um, Sherlock is available. <laughs> ah, okay. I'll have to keep it up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh um, I shall be resilient. Yes, yes, you should be resilient about that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I guess that's gonna do it for Geek Corner. I was thinking one more thing, but then I noticed, oh yeah, I put it down in entertainment because it has more to do with entertainment, so we'll talk about it down there. So I guess that means that we're moving right in to the Bland Tour. Sorry, sorry, Joel. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so good last time. <laughs> that was funny as hell. That was before you got on, Joel. But that was funny because it ended, and you know, throughout the kind of the end, there was this neat, 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 and the song ended, and it was still going neat, neat, neat. I'd actually accidentally hit the button, the emergency button on my fob. Oh, your your key fob, yeah. Yeah, so the the, the, the the Prius was down there going off in the garage. It sounded like it was part of the theme. <laughs> it was cool. Funny. Yeah. So go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt oh, you. Well, well, yeah, well the opening, uh, hello and welcome to Late Night QRM, The Bland Tour. So, uh, Barry, you're first up. What do you got for us? Well, I've got to tell you. Oh, wait a minute. I wasn't ready for the uh, sound effects. Uh, where the hell is it? Okay. Uh, it's yet another problem that I've been having with the JD. <laughs> so, as you know, last time I talked about I was going through shear bolts mm-hmm. like there's no tomorrow. Well, um, the last wet snow we got, which only was about four or five inches here. But it was very wet, and uh, I snowblowed it one that morning before I went to to work, and it really mm-hmm. wasn't the wet snow, but I was pushing 
you know, ever so getting closer to the edge of the driveway. Um, and uh, all of a sudden I feel the thing going boom, 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 boom. And I said, oh, crap, I quickly back up. And uh, because that means I hit a rock. And uh, so um, I said, oh, okay, I think I, I was okay. And so I started going down the other side of the driveway. Luckily, I had decided to do the one side of the driveway first. Of course, I have a horseshoe driveway for everybody that doesn't know uh, with two entrances. So I did one, completely cleared it, completely cleared in front of the garage doors, the garage and everything. And so I start going down to the second part, which is the longer part. And I'm going down, and I'm like, boy, it's not blowing too much snow out. And then I noticed I'm snow plowing. I'm <laughs> snow plowing on one side. And that only means one thing. I blew another shear bolt hitting that rock. <laughs> Yipper. So I wanted to get to work and stuff, so I said, eh, okay, well, you know, I got the one path down done. Mm -hmm. uh, and I said, okay, I'm just going to go with half half the blower so it took a little longer but uh, you know i i i got the rest of the driveway done with just half a blower and mm -hmm. so i said i'll get it so today was the first day i got a chance to to look at it and i pull it out and of course the nice thing about the jd is um the augers are uh the 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 shear bolts go in at the same way on both sides so if you pop one on one side, you can look at the other one and kind of do a, a rough lineup because it's going to be lined up exactly the way it is on the other one. Right. Okay. So I did that. And of course, I, I can see it in there. The, the piece of the the shear bolt is still in there. And mm -hmm. damn, if I can get that sucker out. <laughs> I was <laughs> pounding on it all afternoon. Yeah. Trying to get that thing out. I even put the heater on it. I went for my three-in-one penetrating oil. And yep. the can, um, it was a spray type and nothing sprayed out. So I said, mm. I said, well, I'm not going to go out now to the store because it was kind of getting, it was like around four o'clock. And right. so, so I said, I'll just keep nailing at it. And uh, nothing, man. That thing is in there tight as a drum. And... Uh, so tomorrow I'm going to get some more three-in-one penetrating oil. I'm going to go out to the store and pick some up, give yep. it a good spray. But other than that, I don't know how what else to do other than try to drill out one end. Well, it, it, having run into a similar problem, mm -hmm. uh, I'll just throw my two cents in. I, I take any advice that you guys can give, please. When you were trying to pound out the part that was sheared off in you, in other words, were you using like a screwdriver? No, I was using well, um, uh, a nail okay. set, uh, which is okay. no longer a nail set. <laughs> right, I was going to say, what you, that, that, that would, that, that's always a preferred method. Also, uh, or I was going to say, use a cold chisel. Okay. The cold chisel, well, it, it, that energy will also uh, uh, transfer into that shear pin that's busted off in that shaft. Yeah. Also, uh, what I have some stuff uh, called Freeall, which Free is all. like okay. penetration. Free all is $31 a spray can. Ooh. This stuff will literally free up anything okay. that's rusted or frozen. You know, if, if, if it's mechanically, you know, bent over in there, yeah. obviously it would do that. But if yeah. it's just a friction fit, it'll free it up. Also, what I've also had to do, you said you mentioned you put like the heater in there to try and warm it up. Yeah. It, do you have a, a plumber's propane torch? 
no, I don't think. All right. Well, I, oh, I can see. You, I don't know. You if you use a propane torch, you know, yeah. you have to hit with a striker and it, psh, yeah. like sweating pipes. I used to. Heat. I just don't know where yeah. it is right now. <laughs> That's all you got to do is okay. heat that area specifically up right where that shear pit is. Yeah. Give it a good whack and it'll come right out. Okay. Uh, it's then that's I've had to do that where I had to heat up with a blowtorch, yeah. uh, you know the, the propane blowtorch yep. in that area, mm-hmm. get everything warm and it, and it backed itself. I've also done the same thing for changing out uh, O2 sensors in cars. Okay. So a lot of times they're so rusted and just corroded in there. Yeah. The only way you can get it out is to get it really not. You won't get it glowing hot, but you're yeah. going to get it way hotter than you could ever want to touch it with bare skin and yeah. that's the temperature for backing it out because because i've i've i was slamming on them from both sides and it, mm-hmm. you can see it's starting to move out a little bit but it's right. it's just not going the whole way and i the only thing i can say is you know of course it broke off on both sides right that's the way it's supposed to work so there must have mm-hmm. been both sides have something in the way that's mm-hmm. keep preventing it from from going through do you have an air chisel I have a yes, I do. It's a big air chisel. <laughs> yeah, it's, well, yeah, yeah. The air chisel is a lot of times if you haven't stuck the the adapter bit you can put in your air chisel that runs on your compressor. Yeah, it comes it comes to a pretty almost vague point. What I used to do is I took a cold chisel yeah. that fit that I know would fit through the hole. You could use your air chisel and use that, and then it'll it'll pop that sucker right out. Like okay. uh, you know, pretty. You know, that's like a last resort because yeah. it's. If you slip, you end up dinging the hell up out of a bunch of stuff. But yeah, yeah it's a there's a couple different techniques for getting them out. Okay. Um, blow torch is the one I recommend the best because yeah. you can still do it all by hand. Heat yeah. it up, pound it out, done. Okay. I'll, I'm gonna look for. I I know I used to have a blow torch, but I wonder if it made the trip up here to New Hampshire because I haven't. The last time I used it was probably down in Virginia, and I'm I'm wondering if it actually made it up here or not so i may have to invest in one anyway well i don't know what you're doing for the afc championship football game tomorrow but um i i have three of them (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. well you know the one i'm interested in is uh well actually i'm interested in both but the one i'm really interested in is tomorrow night i believe yeah so uh you know the other one is that that Green Bay team or something, you know, that's (laughs) (laughs) green who never heard of. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, but yeah, I probably actually do one. Yeah. I forgot about that. Damn it. Football's tomorrow. Yep. Mm. Yep. Page, uh, patch of play in the Steelers. Well, I was thinking about, uh, just heading out to Wally, Wally uh, Martin there, and because uh, I knew I definitely got to get some. I always keep three in one penetrating oil or CRC mm-hmm. penetrating oil, yeah, uh, on the shelf. And I I have it, and then I shook it, and I went and it didn't shoot anything <laughs> out. So it's it's ancient, and I guess the gas all leaked out. <laughs> so <laughs> so I have to go. So I got to go for that. Oh, gee. I always forget about uh, tractor supplies across yes. the street. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, they, yeah, they would have penetrating oil and lots of other yes. things there. PB blaster and a yeah. blowtorch end and yeah. okay, all kinds of good stuff. Yeah, I know. I always forget about that store. So, 
Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for all the right. uh, info. Mm-hmm. I will give That's... that a try. Of course, you know what will happen is I'll buy all this stuff and I'll come in and I'll, I'll wiggle the thing around to find the spot and the thing will just fall out tomorrow. Yeah, plump right there. <laughs> oh, really? I just I just spent 40 bucks in crap I didn't need for this to fall out. <laughs> no, it was pretty warm today too because usually sometimes, you know, I, I started doing the heater thing because – you know, with the ice and snow and everything, if you're trying to do it, sometimes it gets frozen in there. So I, the heater thing has helped a lot. But yep. today it was 50 degrees outside. Plus it happened on, what, Tuesday, I think? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, you know, there was plenty of time for everything to melt. So anyway, that's my bland tour story. Alrighty, uh, let's see who's I'm up next. Uh, let's mm. see here. Well, I mentioned in a couple of podcasts ago about... Uh, my beautiful bride acquiring a, a new four-wheel drive vehicle uh, to replace Daisy. Uh-huh. And she, I asked her, for, uh, what do you want to name the the new four-wheel drive? Uh-huh. And she said it's going to be called the Jeepster. Michael? Michael? Yes? Can I borrow something? Uh, absolutely. Okay. Nice, I like that. That's pretty cool. <laughs> that seems yeah, to be so, the generic uh, Jeep uh, <laughs> yeah. theme song now. Well, now yeah. you do realize that that brings up a totally different image of a Jeep, though. Yeah, oh. it does. It, it it does. It it brings up your Jeeps. <laughs> no, there actually was a model called a Jeepster. Is that oh. the pickup truck one? Yeah, well, it was sort of, kind of, it was, it was, it was along the lines of like the Volkswagen thing. Oh, oh you're right. yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, uh, it, well, I can assure you, it's not one of those. <laughs> I'm sure it isn't. <laughs> no, this is uh, her her Jeep Jeep Cherokee Grand Cherokee, and uh, it's coming out of the from the doctor's office or Doctor Kenny's uh, this week with brand new radiator. Uh, installed, which is what it was there for, and, and a water pump. And she said, I need you to start shopping for a few things. They're, you know, getting prices and so forth. And mm-hmm. one of those first things is going to be the th- three-inch suspension lift kit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's funny, in our, our going back and forth to the doctor's appointment, she said, you see that Jeep there? What's the, and like the size tires. I said, that, mm-hmm. one, that truck's running 33s. I like the way that sits. I'm like, okay, put that on the list of two buys, you know, a 33-inch tires and three-inch suspension lift kit. And then the, the uh, they call them bushwhacker fender flares mm-hmm. because the 33-inch tires hang out beyond the fenders. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, I also uh, got for it already the uh, fog lights, the, the amber colored fog lights for the front because it gets super foggy up here on the mountain. Yeah. And uh, amber light cuts through the fog in the snow. So yeah, those are nice. already in the box sitting aside here. <laughs> I'll have to give those to Dr. Kitty put on. Wow. Cool. Very good. 
That is neat. The Jeepster, a new a new vehicle. Yep, yep, definitely. And then we're going to do a little shuffle game with. Uh, well, I'm going to have to say good. Well, kind of goodbye to an old friend. Daisy. Well, Daisy for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in place of Daisy, <clears throat> my daughter is going to need to have something to drive. So the decision's been made to give her Goldfinger. What? What? Hang on. Yeah. What? Oh. <laughs> Goldfinger. Yeah. It it, it, it kind of pulls at the heartstrings a little bit, but hmm. my big grandioso plans of being able to turn into a Mad Max car have gone <laughs> have, have gone the wayside gone by the wayside and because uh, I don't think that would be too it would stick out just a little bit too much with a 20 year old girl driving around in a car with a screaming exhaust painted flat black with mm. you know like fog lights and smash bars on the front of it so it, um, she probably liked the supercharger poking up through the hood and the air shift on the, on the uh, shifter to engage it though oh yeah well i bet you she will but she's not getting it <laughs> <laughs> no way no how uh you get it with studded snow tires and try and take care of it but well as we all know uh, having you know nieces nephews sons and daughters that well Usually, when you give them one of your cars and say, here, this is for you to use, trust me, and it's never going to come back the same way you gave <laughs> yeah. it to them. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. what the hell did you do to it? Oh, right. So, kind of, that's that's where that's going to happen. So, the Jeepster shows up. Daisy shows up. Yeah. Goldfinger goes away. I still have, obviously, I have Rambo. And basically, from there, Daisy becomes... Uh, scrap metal <laughs> target practice yeah I shoot out in the backyard <laughs> pretty much it oh wow so we're we're getting well it's a good thing we we have you joel because otherwise um the grand tour would be pretty boring because you're the only one that seems to cycle through a lot of vehicles. <laughs> well you know <laughs> I know it's a hobby. It's a hobby, exactly. <laughs> you know, a lot of people think. I look at it this way. And I figured it out. Remember back in the day when you used to go to the record store yeah. and you used to thumb through all the thirty threes, you know, or the forty fives. The forty five. I might yeah. like that. Yeah, I might like this, and you pick that one out. I do the same thing, but with motor vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I just came across this one. Oh, this guy said, I don't want it anymore. You want it? Sure. Then yeah. you fix it, and then you got another one to drive around. Yeah. So it's just one of those things where, you know, it, it just, I, I'm not doing a hell of a lot right now. I can't go <laughs> yeah, anywhere and really do anything. So it just, it made good logical sense to say, here you go. Yeah. yeah. So. Very good. Okay. Well, Michael. Oh, sorry. I'm taking Joel's. Toasting. Oh, no, that's great. <laughs> Michael, what, what do you got for us? <laughs> well, first of all, I'm so glad you're back because I felt so awkward trying to introduce this segment the last couple of times. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, well, let's see here. The black Jeep is under a pile of snow. It's just a kind of a bump out there in the Wait a in minute. Drifts. Wait a minute. Did you say the black Jeep? The black Jeep, yes. I don't want it to be forgotten. 
awesome. Yeah, somewhere up in the suburbs of Copper Harbor, there's a glow under the snowdrift as the truck, <laughs> as the Jeep just perks up with pride. <laughs> I do have to go out and, uh, well, actually, Chris has been nice enough to do this the last a couple times over the last week, but we do go out and we shovel off the roof as it is a convertible. <laughs> and uh, otherwise, it's going to be an open air convertible after. Oh, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of snow weight there. Yeah. And oh, I'm yeah. really nervous about the roof of my house, but that's not what this segment's about. So I have four to five yeah. feet of standing snow on the roof of my house. When I know. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm in for some exercise there. Yeah. But the other issue I had to deal with, I mean, I got this phone call, I had to leave. ASAP, although there was a blizzard happening at the time the phone call came a week ago, Thursday. And uh, one of my concerns wasn't Chris operating the tractor because Chris, uh, oh, by the way, the tractor. Oh, the tractor. definitely have to get one for the bones. Yeah, we got to get one for the bones. (laughs) uh, Anyhow, back from the farm days, uh, it's going to take me, even with all the snow blowing I'm doing, it's going to take me quite a while before I ever get close to the amount of seat time that she's got sitting in that tractor. (laughs) She knows this tractor inside and out, but what she's never done is blow snow. She never Mm. operated it in the winter. Mm. And uh, we don't have the temperatures well. They don't have the temperature. It was 57 degrees here today. I was walking around in a T-shirt. It was great. But uh, up home, you know, it's still in, it it warmed up, but it's in the low 30s, which is bad. It loosens all the mats and everything. But it's also good because we need to cut the mat down, and I've readjusted the three-point hitch in the back of the tractor, so now that it's cutting and trimming off the mat. But Chris has never run the the blower before. So at... uh, 5.30 in the morning or 6, whatever it was, I think it was about 5.30, I'm going through how to change shear pins and everything else in the tractor and what to look for for winter operation before I leave. And I feel real guilty about leaving Chris with that duty because it's something I've been spending a couple hours a day on since like early December. Mm -hmm. Uh, Last I heard, there were over 160 inches of snow so far. 160 (laughs) inches of snow. Holy cow. Wow. But, uh, but it, uh, like Barry, towards the end there, especially when it started getting uh, wet and heavy again, I was burning through five to six shear pins a day. Wow. <clears throat> now, fortunately, the Meteor blower is designed to be able to change them out relatively painlessly, but it's still it's a pain, pain in the yeah. butt they have to put. So I had to show Chris, you know, where the, where, where the there is a shear pin for the auger, and then there's a shear pin for the, the PTO shaft. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, they put a great deal of thought where they located it to make it easy to get to when it shears and and replace you know out in the field. Right. Well, I showed her how to do that, and I said, "Well, we're getting to the end of the stack." And I said, "Either this is a suspiciously soft amount of metal in these shear pins that I've got now." And the other thing about this blower is when they say shear pins, the PTO is a standard grade two metric six millimeter bolt and mm-hmm. the auger is a standard grade to uh one quarter by one inch bolt with a uh nylon lock washer head i mean they make mm-hmm. these things really inexpensive to replace nice mm-hmm. but this last batch has just been 
man, you look at it wrong and it's shears. It's shears. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to leave. I didn't have time to go to the hardware store. And I said, you know, just get the next grade up. I was assuming the bolts I was using, and I'm still assuming the bolts I was using were grade two. Mm-hmm. But when she went to the hardware store, first of all, she went to the shear pin aisle. And she, boy, these things are expensive. I, I get this text and I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> this just uses one quarter by one inch bolts and nuts. And she went over to that side of the store and she goes, oh, great. You know, 16 cents for the nut and 23 cents for the bolt. That's good. And I said, yeah, but now we want a hardened bolt. Well, I, I'm going to go have some words with whoever was working hardware that day. And I can do that. It's a small town. <laughs> they upgraded her from grade two soft bolts to grade eight. What? That, that ain't going to break. Uh, no, that, that, that won't shear. No. <laughs> no. no. It'll just destroy whatever the hell it's bolted to. Yeah, it's not going to protect. The, the, the things it's trying to protect will commit suicide to save the bolt. So I, mm-hmm. uh, when she told me that, I was like, no, 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 no. Do not put these in the tractor, please. <laughs> I will have more maintenance. And, uh, so yeah, so they uh, to go back to the the uh, title for this one. The grade was too sheer for my wife. Ah, <laughs> she now okay. knows how to tell the difference between a grade two, a grade five, and a grade eight uh, head of bolt. I'm, yeah. I'm seriously thinking about just going to get bolts because I think uh, I'm not sure what the number is. I'll have to look see if there's a number on the top of the bolt for the sheer yep. bolts. And and well, just have go a number, get the I'll equivalent. have a number. Uh, It'll have a number of uh, lines. Uh, yep. Three lines, five lines, eight lines. Oh, is that how you tell? Some no, of no, them line, no lines is a grade two. Okay. Three lines is a grade five. Yep. And five or six, depending on the manufacturer, is a grade eight. And that's on top of the bolt. Yep. On if top. You see, so on so the, what if the, I see a number on top of the bolt? Then they substituted the number in place of the lines. So if I see a so, number five, that's a... That's a, that's a, a grade five bolt. Okay. All right. I just got to see what the shear pins say, if they say anything. They probably won't. Because. Because uh, <laughs> I'm paying two fifty a piece Deere. for this. Huh? Which, John I, Deere. I said they'll say, buy these from John Deere. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. For yeah. $17 a piece. Right. Now, how much so, are they, Barry? They're like two fifty or $3, I think, a pop. Wow. Yeah. And that could get expensive. Yes. I mean, Especially one, this year. <laughs> <laughs> one storm could end up costing you 50 bucks in shear bolts. Yeah, I know. I'm starting to get low. So I'm going to have to m- make a decision. So anyway. Okay. Well, I got I've, I got one I forgot to talk about. So I will. I will uh, it's about the beloved Prius. <laughs> watching the video joel <laughs> lip syncing it oh god <laughs> well i gotta tell you that uh the the, the prius is now up to two hundred and twenty nine thousand miles Woo-hoo! we're starting to climb and uh but uh the other morning when i first started the car up i I heard a familiar sound that I think I'm on the last legs of something and I will probably need to get it replaced. I heard that uh, oh so familiar rattling sound 
<clears throat> when the engine first started up that sounded like a water pump. Oh! If you know what I mean. You know, it hasn't gone yet, and I'm not getting mm-hmm. any warning lights, but it's that, you know, that water pump rattle <laughs> that you hear yeah. when you first start a car up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a slight... You know, blah, 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 blah. Not, yep. not, well, I can't even make the sound, but it almost sounds plasticky. You know? Yeah, but uh, yeah, I heard it, and I said, "No, that's probably not good. I'm probably gonna have to get that swapped out." Because I was trying to think, and it's like, "Yeah, it's been forever since I had a water pump replaced on that puppy." Well, you, so, you, you to, it, it, again, it's your call. Yeah. But uh, if it's a question of uh, convenience and speed and efficiency, well, good old Doctor Kenny's off. Doctor's office is right down the street. Yes, from I your know. House. I know. I know. And I, I may go to him for this one, uh, because uh, you know that I know he can get it done in a heartbeat. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not too tough if you have the right tools and right. a lift. And <laughs> yeah, but she's got five. Yeah. So, um, so uh, I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I'm gonna do a. Um, Go ahead and get that done before it goes bad on me. Yeah, well, that's you know what? It's a hell of a lot. It's a lot less painful. Yeah. When you bring it in there and it's still working, so regardless of the shop, and say, yeah, I think it needs an idler pulley, a water pump, and change the thermostat while you're there because yeah. that one's you know got a hundred thousand miles on it. Yeah. Rather than the t- watching the tow truck back in yes. and unload your car exactly you stuck at the side of the road exactly like, yeah, i prefer that, that, not to pull my triple a option yes <laughs> yes i get four i get four toes of 200 miles or, or less yeah. and i don't want to use any of them <laughs> <laughs> yeah Uh-oh. what was that oh Couldn't somebody that. sent you What's... a picture of my neighbor's driveway from oh. last weekend okay I don't know where I look at that. <laughs> In the picture place. You you bring you bring up your 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 chat area. Yep. Where you chat. type in the history. Where's chat? Upper right hand corner. Oh, there's chat. Right okay. next to chat. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> and click on the picture. Ah, uh, I'm I I'm, I'm looking at the picture. Yes. That was blown snow. That was not plowed. Wow. You know, Jeez Louise! I think uh, I think parts of California may have you beat, though. Could be. There's, Although we uh, did make the Weather Channel this week, yeah. or I think I told you guys about that. Um, I think I told I think I told Joel about that. Oh yeah, no, I didn't know that. Really? Wow. Yeah, they just they, well, actually, that was last weekend still. But yeah, somebody took a video just driving down the street in Calumet, and you know, the, again, yes. it's all it's all blown snow on the 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 side. It's just level to the houses higher than the SUVs. Literally, well, I mean, to explain for the six listeners, it, the picture shows a rather nice, a mild lift kit with at least 31-inch tires, Ford Excursion, it looks like. And the snow is easily two feet higher than the top of the, very, very top of the truck. Yep. Mm. Wow. Well, they showed a picture. I saw a picture of Donner Pass, which I think I'm not sure where that is. I thought it was California. It might be. It might be Utah, or I'm I'm not sure where Donner Pass is. But they were no, showing. I think, I think it is California. Yeah, they they were showing. They got a, a, a 
ton of snow there all at once too and they showed they had the huge you know highway like you guys get every so often or probably are using right now the snow the jumbo snow blowers and mm-hmm. and they were blowing it and literally the snow banks on either side of the road were like 15 20 feet so you know um and, it's a lot and, of snow yeah it's a lot of snow and of course that's on top of a mountain so um, I'm sure that's, it was, it was just phenomenal to see this thing. You know, it's like, how did they blow that snow? <laughs> Cause it really, literally, <laughs> you know, you see this cut in the snow where the road is and they got it down to pavement, but it was just unbelievable what they got. Of course, they probably get a lot of drifting up there too, from the winds and stuff. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. That was just, I, I was, I was thinking shades of copper Harbor there, but you know, wow, that was a lot of snow. all right shall we go into our final segment sure certainly entertainment last month Welcome to Entertainment Last Month, where we go over stuff that's new to us, but probably very old to you, So, but we don't care. We're just going to talk about it anyway. And before we get started, <laughs> I've got to say that, you know, entertainment, so far, of all our segment theme songs, Entertainment Last Month's theme song is is very easy to chair dance to. You know, it's, yes. it's, it's quite nice, but it does have a runner-up, and if not, it may uh, go go above it uh the bland tour theme is very chair danceable yes i found yes, myself indeed. jumping up and down in the chair all during the bland tour theme so we've got a couple now we're going to get our exercise during this uh, <laughs> podcast that's for sure okay so we entertainment last month i guess i'm first up you know yeah. i found this new service that really? is really cool, and 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 I I'm on the month free trial. I don't know. Has anybody heard of this service called Hulu? Oh my gosh! It sounds <laughs> magical. <laughs> I know, Joel. You used to. I don't know. You still listen? Still have it? You do? Um, yep. They've got a lot of cool shows on there. But the reason why I joined. For the free trial, and I'm probably going to do it because it's. I like the commercial-free aspect of yep. it. If you pay the twelve dollars a month, um, yep. But it, they announced not too long ago, and this is the real reason why I got it. Uh, they announced that they are going to soon have a streaming service. Now you say a streaming service? What's the difference? Well, mm-hmm. it's a streaming service like. Um, uh, Sling has and yeah. DirecTV Now and uh, the PlayStation View. They're having one. They're going to come out with one. And it's also going to have a built-in DVR capability. And I'm nice. very interested in that. And it's going to be, they claim, it'll start under $40 a month. So I said, well, how good has Hulu's 
streaming become. So right. I, I signed up for the uh, the one month, and I'm probably going to continue it because, frankly, man, they they're one of the best streamers out there, <laughs> even on my uh, poor DSL line. Yeah. Um, excellent, excellent uh, picture quality and sound quality. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, uh, yeah, and my wife actually likes it too. I mean, she's she's becoming a Hulu fan too. And of course, anything without commercials is just fine with us. So, yeah, they can get uh, pretty darn uh, repetitive after a while, but until you pay for that, that no commercial end of it. Because we had yeah. originally had it with commercials before they offered it without. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's the same commercial. So every time they had a break in the show, it'd be the same two commercials. Yeah. And boy, do you get really, really, really sick and tired of, you know, Alka-Seltzer uh, plus commercial and, I don't know, pick some other stupid thing. And you're like, oh, this one again? The neat thing is it has a countdown timer in the top corner. Yeah. It tells you how many seconds it has to go before that one's done. Uh, yeah. But my wife upgraded us to the no commercial end. Yeah, definitely the no commercial one's the way to go. So, but uh, I, I, I'm joking because I know you and Deb have been using the Debbie have been using Hulu for well since your old uh, Nashua days. Yeah, exactly. I was on high speed DSL too, yeah. and it worked. It worked good then. It, it works insanely good now on fiber. Yeah, yeah. So and so, I'm looking forward. To, if their streaming service is as good as what they say, and the different things that are going to be on it, uh, that's going to be the one I'm going to choose. And if that happens, uh, Sayonara Dish Satellite Service, because mm-hmm. I don't I don't need it, you know. All right. So, um, so so and with that, uh, perusing the Hulu um, channels or shows. Um, I came across, uh, actually my wife and I both came across this show at different times. It's a BBC show uh-huh. and it's about, uh, the Australian, the first Australian penal colony and, uh-huh. and, uh, it's, it's takes place in the 1780s right now and it's called banished and, uh, I'm liking that show. I'm liking it a lot. Because it's very, I like the historical ones mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, that are historically correct and things like that and, and the storylines and stuff like that. So, uh, I recommend if you've got Hulu, check out Banished. Cool. Very good. So Michael, he's busy typing away. Yes. <laughs> By the way, you're Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. I was waiting. I was like, "Oh, Barry, then somebody else." No, wait a minute. It's Barry twice. Um, so yeah, um, the original reason why I got Netflix in the first place, besides Doctor Who, was a few years ago. I thought, you know, I really want to check out Enterprise. Mm-hmm. I had not seen the series. I hadn't. I mean, when the boys were born, when when David was born, Chris and I had just started getting into. Uh, uh, Deep Space Nine in mm-hmm. the series. And then our Star Trek world ended as we entered parenthood. <laughs> so, really? Behind... Why? Yes. I know. <laughs> so I'm just getting into it. Well, I shouldn't say just. Now it's about six weeks into watching Enterprise. And I am loving it. I, you want but... to want, I, I, I interrupt you here? I want to tell you that Amory and I... Uh, in the order that we prefer things, 
Star yes. Trek, the original series, is our favorite. Okay. Yes. Enterprise is next. It beats out I the next generation and, and all the others. Yep. I'm really enjoying Enterprise. I mean, it's a little awkward the first couple episodes, but even those are good. Yeah. And it just keeps getting better and better. Yeah. So I'm, I think I'm finally ending season one here. Maybe, I don't know. It's, okay. Uh, but yes, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. And I'm just, I'm, uh, been, maybe I'm farther into it than I think. Cause and either that, there, there were a ton of episodes in season one. Um, mm, I but, uh, there might've been like 23 episodes or something. Okay. Well then I maybe mm. I think I'm just ending the, ending the first season. Then. Mm. And I, as I said, I've been taking advantage of the uh, Netflix download, download feature mm. and, uh, just thoroughly enjoying it. Yeah. But the other thing I wanted to point out, and I know I've mentioned this on a previous show, but these two episodes in particular are so good. Um, I had brought up Phineas and Ferb before, and it's yes. Phineas PH. Um, season number four, episodes 24 and 25. You can tell this is after uh, Disney bought the rights to Star Wars. But it is hilarious. Oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Even if you don't watch anything else from Phineas and Ferb. Those two episodes are worth it. Okay. If you're Star Wars fans, you know, if you're not Star Wars fans, then I can't. You know, whatever. Right. What are you listening to us for? But yeah. <laughs> oh, but those are gone. those are my two picks for uh, for this week. I, right. I said I, I, I'm looking forward to a, a long and prosperous, prosperous, pro, that toy boat, toy boat, long and <laughs> prosperous viewing of Enterprise, and I could see viewing this several times in the future. Yeah. Over and over again. Very good. Well, Very cool. Yeah, well, I uh, haven't, you know, I've been getting more TV time in than I've ever wanted. But uh, <laughs> that being said, I, I've come across and, and saw the advertisements for it, so I set the DVR up to record it. Uh, it's a it's a new television program. Uh, it's a Tom a Tom Hardy's Taboo. Now that's on the FX channel Tuesday nights at ten o'clock, and uh, basically it's a sort of like a dark and moody drama that's set in England in 1812 where the lead character who's half Native American and half English uh, disappears to Africa for a while and uh, he then comes back to London and uh, a whole story ensues between his father's passing inheritance and it's dark we're talking like seriously dark moody uh, feel storylines and and uh, Good plots too. It, with a, it's almost like a with a steampunk kind of feel to it, as far as the costuming for eighteen twelve and that sort of thing. But it's, it, I mean, it, really, really good. And I've already watched the uh, the first two episodes of it, and I have not been disappointed. Excuse okay. me, disappointed yet. Hmm. So again, I I recommend you know Taboo on the okay. FX channel ten. All right, I'm gonna check that out. That sounds good. Again, it's a period piece, so I like that kind yep. of stuff. So, okay, well, that's going to do it. We do have a musical guest tonight. And I don't know whether you guys heard. I know Michael's heard this guy because, um, mm -hmm. well, I think, I'm not sure. I, I heard, I don't know whether it's a single act or it seemed to me like it was kind of like a boy band coming mm -hmm. up. And uh, the name of the, the group is called Slug. And uh, their their hit song that's really starting to climb the charts now is Pizza Pie, How I Loved You. <laughs> and so that's our musical guest tonight. 
the the band Slug, the boy band Slug, and uh, really climbing the charts now. It's uh, it's number one fifty on the uh, hot forty uh, chart. The top right forty now. list. The top forty. Yeah. It's number one fifty. Um, we're getting there. It's it's slowly climbing its way up to the top, scratching and clawing <laughs> past things, marking its trail on the way. <laughs> so that's our musical guest. So I guess that's going to do it for 228. And uh, as we always like to say, uh, or say at the end of the show, thank you to the military men members, both Conus and O'Conus, and thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for keeping us safe. And uh, you O'Conus guys, we hope you get home to your families and friends real soon. Until then, we'll keep the home fires burning for you. So with that... From the Mananoc region and southwest New Hampshire, I am Barry J. And from south central New Hampshire, this is Joel. And from the basement bunker, I like that, of Studio W, this is Michael the Virtual Uper. All right, that's 228. We'll be back in a couple of weeks with 229. Until then, girls get ready to scream and, and holler. Here is that band, Slug. It's a little song about pizza. That simple pie that can bring us so much joy. I hope you enjoy pizza as much as I do.
Samson, speak! Samson? Samson! You can come back now, the song's over! <laughs>